0: Hello, my name is Pastor Mark Sturmer with The Church International, and I would just like to say welcome to our podcast. I know God wants to use this to speak something very positive into your life. I know this will encourage you, help you grow in your walk with the Lord. And look, if you enjoy this, leave a review, make sure you share it with someone, and go ahead and subscribe so that you won't miss out on any of the messages that God wants to communicate to you. Well, look. God bless. Get ready. Lean in and watch what the Lord is about to do. Love is in the air. It's did nice I sing song. that well?
1: I don't know. I don't know what that is. I don't either. Song. I heard it on a movie <laughs> Some or something. Some song. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You did great, baby. You uh, did great. Okay.
0: Okay. Hey, uh, I, I got to show you something before they show you this. Um, when Cindy and I, we met on a blind date and uh, we ended up getting married two and a half months later. And what I'm about to show you is not the honeymoon picture like going out. This is like, this is like the marriage photo. Wedding so, photo. Yeah.
1: It's a wedding photo, you call it. Wedding. wedding okay.
0: Photo. For men, it's just marriage, You marriage photo. All right. <laughs> so this is the, the wedding photo. All right. So this is the wedding photo. And so I want you to check this out. Check this out. Oh Look how yeah. White we were. Come on.
1: I'm like, my god, we were glowing.
0: Hey, that you know the Holy Ghost on us No, no.
1: <laughs> I think it was like the flash cuz the church was dark or something, man. We're white.
0: Yeah, right. yeah. Look at my hair. My hair is like going all over the he place. He actually
1: fixed his hair by sticking his head out of the window of a moving vehicle. Yeah,
0: yeah. It was awesome, man. I stuck my head out. I mean, I thought I didn't, you know, when I met Cindy. Hey, hey,
1: wait, wait. He had this one piece of hair like this long, sticking out, like doing a, like the whole service. Nobody went up to him and was his friend and said, "Hey, man, let me push this hair down." 40, hey, you yeah. you
0: got to think that everyone, you know, everyone, the few people that were in the audience at the time, you got to think they were going, these guys will never make it. Yeah. Look okay. at us, huh? Praise it the Lord. It will
1: be 28 years in December. Woo! <laughs>
0: December 11th. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah, that's good. I keep that in my head. <laughs> and so I want to talk to you guys about uh, why. I love you, Cindy. I want to tell all them and you why I love you. I'm going to turn this way so I can look at you good, right? Because, you know, it's, it's, it's one thing to be married, but we need to remind each other of why we love each other. Very powerful, very strong. And so when I thought this through, Cindy, you know, one of the main reasons, one of the, the key reasons, the first reason was that when I, when I met you, I was, just, I was just who I was. And you accepted me for that. I mean, it was a blind date and I said, I'm just going to go like, I, I, you know, who I am. Here's one of the things I want to encourage. Any single people in the room, raise your hand if you're single. Raise your hand. Raise your hand.
1: Let I know they t- got more single people than that. Come on, we're not going to match you up. Raise your hand if you're uh, single. We're not going to match it's you. okay. Like, hands well, yeah, thank you. Come on. Let me
0: tell you something. Don't be someone else when you're courting someone. Because then you get married and they go, who's this? Well, that's actually the real person. Come on. All right? You want to just be who you are. Don't, don't try to be someone to catch someone. Just be who you are. And, and if they're not attracted to that, then it's not the one for you. Can I get an amen? Amen. And so I was who I I showed up, no deodorant, moccasins, dog, I mean, oh. bow and arrow, just, uh, you know, eating sausage on a stick. And, and she loved it. I but did. the thing I love about you is, you know, you accepted me for who I was and you accept me each, each day of my life because God's changed me over the years yep. and you just accept that and you love that and I love that about you, how, you know, you just love me where I'm at and that's so important and, you know, one of the things, church, I know that your love is unconditional and no matter what, uh, she is going to love me. When I have my good days, she loves me. When I have my bad days, she loves me. And so I just, you know, I, I, I thank you for that. And the other reason I love you is because, I mean, God supernaturally did it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. marriage, yes. marriage is supernatural. Uh, literally, it's the two becoming one. And so it's really a, a divine touch. And that divine touch uh, created this incredible love that's agape love, divine love, that we have with each other. And the third reason is because of who you are. I'll tell you what, Cindy, uh, she is a strong lady. When, When things go bad, like when there's emergency, when things are going just crazy, she goes into beast mode. I mean, some people freeze, some people run. Cindy goes into beast mode. I mean she's a good thing? Oh that's a great thing. I, I remember I was laying on the ground, eight broke ribs, collapsed lungs, Cindy just busts up in there. She said, watch out and she just started praying, oh God, touch him Lord, and y'all get back. I mean that woman come to her I man. I didn't
1: sound mean like that, did I? <laughs>
0: No, that was when you were having that baby. Oh, yeah. You're like, yeah. pray for me, pray for me. I'm like, oh, baby, it's going to be all right. She said, I said pray. <laughs> and I'm like,
1: oh, Lord Jesus, touch her God. Like trying to tell me I'm going to be all right. I'm like, I know I'm going to be all right. I need Jesus in this room. Lord.
0: But uh, your strength, your loyalty, your yeah. kindness. Uh, and i tell you something else. It's just always just made me just, you know, so in love with you is your heart for God. You have a heart for the kingdom. Over me, over the kids, over our home, over yourself, you have a heart for the kingdom. And i am telling you what, that, that uh, is the reason uh, that I love you. And so you're amazing.
1: Yeah, I love you, So me, you're dear.
0: beautiful. Uh, you just, I, I appreciate you and I thank God that you're my wife. Amen. Amen.
1: I'm glad you chose me. He, he knows he did good. He knows he did good. Okay, He didn't know I what I was going to say. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's his other love. That's his fourth love, y'all, French fries. <laughs> okay, so why don't I love you? You know, it was kind of hard when, when you said, hey, we're going to do this in a message. It's a little hard for me to uh, find words. I'm not good with always naming my emotions, you know. Um, but I, I will say you really swept me off on my feet. Like from first glance, I was like, oh my God. Even though I didn't know God at the time. I was still like, oh my God. You know, swept me off of my feet. But I think really the first thing the, that drew me to you and uh, I loved about you the most was without even meeting me, you wanted me, but you didn't just want me, you wanted Sarah too, Because even... You know, I had asked, you know, Mel and Andre Lewis, they were in the last service. They introduced us and I said, hey, does he know that I have a baby? You know, I didn't want a surprise. Oh, well, let's, this date's going to end fast, you know? And he said, yeah, he don't care. He's fine with that. And that, I loved you for that. You know, you accepted her because we're a package. You know, <laughs> um, the other thing is I love about you is that you're full of life. I mean, he's the loud one in the group in the group. Yeah. Oh, come on. Who knows him? He, he's a loud one, right? Okay, but you're full of life, but in that you're full of hope. And I love that you want to share that hope with everyone. You know, if anyone, I've never known someone as kingdom-minded as you. He is always thinking about how can we get more people saved how can we, uh, you know, show more people that there's freedom in Jesus? And, and I love that about you. Um, I love that you're a man of integrity. Um, I just can't say enough about that. It doesn't matter, you know, you don't care who's coming against you or who's talking about you or, or what's going on. You know, you're, you're going to stand by the word and, and you're going to mean it and you're going to honor God in everything you do. And um, amen. And I get a front row seat to see that. I mean, I hear your prayers. I see you, you know, on your face every day. You know, more than once a day, and I love that. Um, and i say the last thing I want to share, and there's a million things I could share, but um, that you protect me. You protect me, you protect the family, you protect this house as good as you can. And I love that. <laughs> and I'm crying. No, I don't need cleaners, I'm good. Oh, Joey's so nice. Wipe your
0: <laughs> tears, cause God bottles them.
1: What? <laughs> Amen. Amen. But um, you know, it's important. As I said, it was a little hard for me to put words to. As a man for you, he just throw it. I'd be like, let's set it here, fold it up nice and neat. Um, it's important to know why you love someone. You know, it's important to be able to figure that out and put those words down. Because honestly, when the enemy comes and tries to tell me something negative about him, you know, I can say, no, Satan, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. I love him because of this, because of this, because of this. And so I therefore have ammunition against the lies of the enemy. And that's the same reason why we should know why we love God. Amen. And so today we're going to talk about that. Why do we love God? Okay. So we are all called to love God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. Uh, if you don't know, that is the greatest commandment in the scriptures. So we're commanded to love God, but why do we love him? Why do we love him? And it's very important that we know that. So we're going to give you three reasons today and why we love God. So we love God because...
0: He first loved us. I want you to see this scripture in 1 John 4.19. It says, we love because he first loved us. So right there is one of the reasons we love God. It's not just a command that I follow, but there's a reason why I follow the command. And I think there there needs to be understanding of why we do love God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. And his first thing is because he loved us first. Amen. And he pursued us uh, before we were pursuing him. And it, it reminds me of uh, Joey and Sarai because... Uh, For those
1: of you who do not know, Sarai is our daughter. She's our third child. And Joey is our son-in-law.
0: So, Joey, I remember, you know, Sarai at this time was, I don't know... Uh, well probably 19 at that time and uh, I remember seeing Joey uh, in church and it was serene it was like I saw him and I didn't know him at all and I saw him and the Lord just spoke to me he said that's going to be your son-in-law so is going to marry her marry him <laughs> yeah let's clarify he that. not a her him he not a her matter <laughs> of fact Man, I used to go in the gym after that. I kind of, you know, I realized he, oh, wow, he actually is in the gym. I work out in at the time. And, and I called him Captain America because that dude like a V. I mean, he just, you know, I said, what's up, Cap? And I call him Captain America. And, and I didn't even know, I didn't even tell him that at all. And I, I didn't know that he actually liked Sarai. And he had began to pursue Sarai. And Sarai was having none of it. <laughs> and, and, and Joey, how many years, Joey, did you pursue Sarai? How many? Two years. Two years. Wow. So two years, Joey was patient, and Joey just kept pursuing her. And I remember, Cindy, the day the switch got flipped on for Sarai. And it was, I was in church, we were in church, and Joey had been gone somewhere, And he had all of a sudden walked in the building and when he walked in the room, I I saw Sarai and I saw Joey in my peripheral vision and Sarai all of a sudden had that look. She She just just
1: lit up.
0: She just like lit up. And I said, ooh, Sarai done got bit. (laughs) (laughs) That bug done jumped up and bit her and so she done got bit. And, uh, and and boy, when the light, when that switch went on, it went on. And so they ended up getting married. But Joey pursued her. And you know, it's the same way with me. God pursued me. Yeah. How many of you, it's like that? I mean, before we loved God, he loved us. Amen. You know, the scripture tells us in Romans 5, 8, it says, but God demonstrates his own love towards us. And that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. We just talked about that in communion of how, man, you know, while we were all messed up, he died for us so that we can be saved. Again, we see in 1 John four fifteen or 4.16, it says, we have come to know and have believed the love which God has for us, God is love. Now this is very important to understand. It says they have come to know and have believed. There's a lot of people that they've heard that God loves them. But they haven't themselves come to know it and believe it. Hmm. And that's important because if not, we, we look at God as a judge. We look at God as someone's angry. We, we, don't, we don't know that, no, he loves you. He's given his only son, Jesus died for you. And and you gotta know it and you have to believe it because in the context of this scripture that's reading in 1 John, it talks about how the perfect love casts out fear. And it's not talking about God's perfect love towards us, it's talking about us having perfect love towards God. Because when we have a perfect love towards God, we're not serving him because I'm afraid not to. We're yeah. serving him because absolutely I love him. Amen. And love just has to do it. And that's when the scripture is in the same book says, then his commandments are not a big deal because they're not burdensome to us because we yeah. love God so much, we would do anything for God yeah. because we love him. And that has Amen. to be our motivation. We serve him because we love him. Amen.
1: Amen. And so um, the second reason is we have been born into his family. Okay, we see in Galatians 4, 6, it says, because you are sons, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying out, Abba, Father. So he sends his spirit into us. You see, when a think about it this way. When a baby is born, That baby loves his parents because he is from his parents. He is naturally from his parents. And so us as believers, we love God because we are naturally God's children, but not just naturally, we are supernaturally his children. He places his spirit on the inside of us. And in Romans 8, this is where our confidence is. It says, for you have not received, for you have not received the spirit of slavery leaving to fear again, but you have received a spirit of adoption Adoption, as sons and daughters by which we cry out, Abba, Father, the Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are children of God. You know, when I was meditating on this scripture this morning, I thought of that word adoption and I kind of got this mental picture. Adoption literally means to be rescued. And so the father, whoever is doing the adopting has a choice. They don't have to adopt that child, but they decide that they want to adopt that child. And, and, and they go after that child because they want to adopt that child. I know that's something that Sarah has kind of hung over the heads of our other seven kids. She says, you know, dad had to take you, but he chose me.
0: <laughs> that is true. That is true.
1: <laughs> but also, why is a child adopted? Because a child is in a position that they need to be rescued. They need someone to love them, they need to be chosen. And I don't know about you, but I, you know, I've been rescued before. I've had two near drowning experiences when I was younger. And the people, the two guys that rescued me, I will never forget them, never forget them because I literally owe my life to, they, they rescued, they saved me do you realize what the Father has rescued you from? Yes. Yes. So if you don't have a love for Him, maybe you haven't been
0: saved. And not just rescued you from, but brought you in. Yes, yes. And, and that's a big deal. Right, That's right. a big deal. Actually, in the scripture, it says that the Lord, He was talking to Israel, He said, you know, you, you were abandoned by the world and I passed by, and there you are, struggling in your blood. You were birthed out, and there you are. When a when a child's birthed, how do you know it ain't clean? In in the movie, they're like, ah! And it no, it ain't how it looks at all, right? <laughs> so we've been through it many times. That's not how it looks. And the Lord said, the Lord said, I saw you in that, and you were abandoned. And I stopped and I rescued you from that place. Yeah. All of us in this room have been abandoned by the world, but you know what? Our Heavenly Father saw it. Jesus saw it. And he came down and he rescued you from that bloody mess that we were all in. Come on, somebody. He rescued us from that. He chose us. He chose us. Amen? Amen.
1: You know... Something I thought about this at the end of the last service, and I just wanted to share it, you know, like our kids, they're raised in church all their life. You know, we brought them to church, preached, you know, spoke the word to them and all of that. And so sometimes people say, oh, well, they really don't have a testimony because, you know, they weren't doing drugs or running around with people. And so that's such a lie from the enemy Because I would tell my kids, even though they were in church, they were serving in church and doing all these things, I would remind them, you still need to be rescued. Yeah, You're you're not good enough on your own. So parents, speak that to your kids. Let them know you need a Savior. You know, it's not how good you act. Everyone needs a Savior. And listen, too, if you are a parent and your child is not speaking to you right now, I want to encourage you. Hold on to hope. Hold on to hope because no one can replace you. No one can replace you. They were born to love you and they will. So just hold on to that hope.
0: Amen. Amen. You know, so the first thing is we love God because he first loved us. The second thing is, uh, guess what? We have been born into this family. He rescued us and we love God and he didn't just rescue us. He brought us in. And, And the third reason is because of who he is. Because of who he is. I want to read this scripture to you in Exodus 33. And it said when Moses said, uh, please show me your glory. And he said, I myself will make all my goodness pass before you. And will proclaim the name of the Lord before you. Now let me set this up for a second. Moses already had had an incredible encounter with God at the burning bush. This had already taken place. He had been called even to do God's work. He went into Egypt to rescue Israel. God did many miracles and wonders through Moses. He split the Red Sea. He brought plagues down. He humbled the greatest nation in the world. They went through the wilderness and he made water come out of rock and and brought food where there was none, the manna. He went up to the mountain of God and the mountain rumbled for 40 days and 40 nights as in the presence of God as God wrote the 10 commandments out to Moses. And then they had an altercation and the people went crazy. And at this point in Moses' life, he goes, man, he says, God, I don't wanna go any further. I I need to not just know about you and, and to do things for you but I need to know you. Amen. So here is Moses that done all of this stuff, yet in his heart, he knew there was something he needed, and he needed to see the Father. Amen. He needed to see Yahweh. And, 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 and what I love about God is that God is, is granted him this because he knew what he needed. He was just waiting for him to ask for it. And I think a lot of Christians today... We serve, we do this. And it it brings new meaning to the scripture when Jesus said, you did many wonders in my name. You cast out demons in my name. You know, you're doing all this stuff. He said, but I don't know you. And Moses felt that. He said, look, I I don't want to just do your work. I want to know who you are. And and I love what God told him. Watch this. And the Lord Lord said, I'm going to do this for you. And watch what happens. Then the Lord passed in front of Moses, calling out Yahweh. The Lord, the God of compassion and mercy. So the Lord says, I'm going to do this. I'm going to show you who I am. And you see, a lot of times what we, we think who God is by our experiences, who our mom was and, or who our dad was, or how that went or what we think about it. No, listen, quit, quit listening to the world and everyone else and start listening to God himself. He said, I'm going to make all my goodness passed before you. And he said, this is my goodness. This is who I am. This is Yahweh, the God of compassion and the God of mercy. I am slow to anger and filled with unfailing love and faithfulness. I lavish unfailing love to a thousand generations. And watch this. I forgive iniquity, rebellion, and sin. But I do not excuse the guilty. So what is God doing? Even in His nature, He's showing us salvation. He's saying, I'm a God that doesn't want anyone to perish. I want everyone to be able to know me so that they would not remain guilty. I want, I want everyone to know me. And it's that goodness that called Moses to fall on his face and to be satisfied in His spirit that, God is a good God and he's not this angry mad judgmental God that everyone pictures him as that he is full of kindness and goodness and mercy and grace willing to forgive I love it he says forgiveness of iniquity rebellion, sin, whatever you got he says I'm ready to forgive you of that, that's my Jesus that's my Jesus why I say my Jesus he said but when you see me you have seen the Father. Yeah, it actually says of Jesus, He's also the Eternal Father, and so that's my Jesus. That's who I'm talking about. I want to re- reveal a dream to you right here. Let me let me tell you this dream. This dream is uh, I've had a few divine dreams in my life, and look, the Bible is very explicit of these divine dreams happening in His followers' life. Y'all pay attention to me; they're good. And it's divine dream that I had. I literally saw the Father, I was with the Father like all day in my dream. Like in my dream, and, and it's only happened a few times where it's like this. And it's like, I can wake up out of a dream, walk around and go, oh my God. And I, when I lay back down, I go right back to where I was in the dream. It's, it's an incredible experience. And so I'm in this divine dream, it's an interpretive dream. It's not meant to be literal, it's meant to be interpretive. And so I'm in this divine dream and in a divine dream, like I said, I'm with the Father, but the Father had gotten an angel and he said, look, I want you to take Mark around and I want you to show him some things. And he would tell me to go over here and, and learn about un- unlocking people from bondage. And he would tell me to go over here and he was looking at the laver and some different things he was showing me. But what was incredible, I learned so much in that divine dream, what was incredible is all throughout that, that experience, Anytime we were passing where the Father was, it's like I could not not look. I had to just look. And I didn't just look. Before I would know it, I was away from the angel and I was at the Father. And it was almost like the angel had to come get me and go, Mark, we got we to go here. And it was just like, there was something about the Father that is so drawing. The whole scripture where it says, that no one can come to the Father except through the Son, and no one to the Son unless the what? The Father draws them. There is a drawing to God that is undeniable, that when you, when you get around the goodness of God, you can't help but to just be drawn to it. Look, Jesus, Jesus walking the kids would just come to Jesus because they understood, they saw, they felt the love that was just emulating from him. And, 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 man, that, that dream was such an amazing thing. And the Lord showed me this. He says, man, if we who are born of the Father, who are born of Christ, can start emulating the character of the Father, mm. the character of Jesus, Amen. then you know what's going to happen? People will begin to be drawn to you. Not because of you, but because of the goodness of God in you. Amen. So if, let me just say this, and i say this gently. If people aren't drawn to you, then that should tell you something about yourself. That I need to change some things. I need to maybe have this experience with the Father so that that I can really know who He is, so I can be like Him. Because if we as a church would be like Jesus, be like our Heavenly Father, people would be drawn to that Spirit and they would be saved. They will have hope. They will have life. Church, I'm telling you, this is what God is calling us to. I love God. I love God. I don't just follow the commands, but I have a reason behind why I follow them. Because he first loved me. Because I have been born again into his family, and, and I'm a part of him. And because of who he is. Amen. Wow. Come on, stand on your feet, everyone in here. Stand on your feet. You know, the Scripture talks about that when the Spirit of the Lord comes upon us, it says, you're going to have a song. And this is almost like an anthem that it needs to be in our heart, in our heart for when we go out into the world, when we're talking to the children, because we need to be telling the world who my Jesus is. We need to have that faith and understand, this is my Jesus. This is who Jesus is. How many of you want me to tell you who he is? Amen? I want you to engage with us. Come on, this is who my Jesus is.
2: Are you past the point of weary? Is your burden weighing heavy? Is it all too much to carry? Let me tell you about my Jesus. Do you feel that empty feeling? Cause shame's done all it's stealing. And you're desperate for some healing. Let me tell you about my Jesus. He makes a way. Who would care that much about me? Let me tell you about my Jesus, oh. Church, come on! He makes a way where there ain't no.
0: close your eyes, no one moving around, no one doing anything the Lord God Almighty is in this place His presence is here I want to tell you about my Jesus if you come in this place and you don't know Him as Father come on, you don't know Him as Father but you want to You want to see him face to face. You want to be able to know him and who he is. And you're that person that the world has abandoned and you're wallowing around trying to figure your way out. He's here to rescue you today. I just sent that in the spirit. Someone needed to hear that. The Lord says, I'm here to rescue you. I'm here to rescue you. And he's been pursuing And today, all you have to do is respond and say, God, save me, and the Lord will. So if you're in here and you say, Pastor, golly, that's me. That's me, I want want my life to be touched. I want my life to be changed. I wanna give my life to Jesus. I want you to raise your hand right where you're at. Come on, raise it right where you're at. Say, Pastor, that's me, perfect. Thank you, over here. Thank you, both of you guys. Come on, keep it up, keep your hands up, guys. Keep your hands up. Who else said, that's me? that's me thank you right there sir amen amen praise the lord who else says that's me that's me come on god this is the time the lord is pursuing you the lord is pursuing you who else would say that's me pastor i'm at that place and i'm ready to abandon myself to god come on raise your hand this is the time this is your time come on maybe you're listening online, wherever it's at, you're in this room, this is your time. Who said, that's me? Thank you. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Who else says, that's me? That's me. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Over there. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. In the back over there. Salvation team. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. God's rescuing you. He's rescuing you. Who else said, that's me. That's me. That's me. Oh, now is the time. Now is the time. Oh, what a beautiful day this is. Come on, church. Come on, church. Come on, church. What a beautiful day this is. What a beautiful day this is. Hell, you are losing another one. Come on, we're going to pray together. We're going to pray together with those that raised their hand. Today, God is rescuing you. This is the most important thing we do right here. Come on, let's pray this with them. We confess with our mouth. We believe in our heart. Come on. Father, here I am, Lord. Rescue me. I have come to believe in your son, Jesus, and what he did for me. And today, I need you. Lord Jesus, I need you. Save me, and I will be saved. Rescue me, and I will be rescued. Lord, I just pray for everyone that raised their hand, oh God. Father, that you would go into their heart right now with your spirit. And they would be birthed into your kingdom, God. Birthed into your life, oh God. Lord Jesus, I pray this, God. I pray this, Lord. In Jesus' name, thank you for these, God. Thank you for them, God. In Jesus' name. Come on, let's go crazy for Jesus. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. We got leaders that are with those that gave their life to Christ. What an amazing day it is. We look forward to just getting to do more with you. We love each and every one of you guys. Hey, the Lord, when I was praying, the Holy Spirit told me something. For some of you that are Christians, hear me when I say this, everybody look at me, hear me when I say this. For some of you that are Christians, I don't know, the Lord just put this on my heart. He said, I want you to do something. we call him in God and start calling me father, it's almost like you know, Jim, you look at, at me instead of calling me f- friend, you just call me man. Hey man. That's it's about the same thing. God's just some generic term for any God, to be honest with you. It's a generic term for any any God. It's not his name, it's just it's like, hey man. Let's start, let's stop saying hey man, and let's start saying, Hey Father. Matter of fact, that's what Jesus told us to do. How do I pray? my father who is in heaven my father not my god my father i'll tell you something there is a difference there is a difference he is your father ha, and we are his children i don't I, Look, look look we got i got two minutes before 12 o'clock listen can i get can i get I, I just want to get a crazy go nuts of, come on can we do like a 30 second praise moment Come on, you ready? One, two, three, come on, yes! Yes! Come on, yes, Lord! We give you praise, we give you glory, we give you honor, we magnify you, God, we love you, God! Yes, 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 yes! Yes, Lord! Yes, Lord! Yes, Lord! Lord. Woo! This is my Jesus. Amen.